Welcome to the Spurs 9501 podcast. From Kane to the lane, the final say on all things Tottenham. Here are your hosts, Steve, Ray, Cam and Jam. Right, guys, thanks very much for joining the call again. We've got Kamal and Jamal. Uh, this going to discuss a few things today. Firstly, the 7-2 win over Maccabee Mac- Haifa. Then we want to talk about this potential new striker that we're going to get on finally called Carlos Vinicius. And then we're going to talk just a little bit about the quarterfinal draw after we thrash Chelsea on Tuesday. So, Kamal, over to you. Can you give, a list, give us a little bit of an overview or introduction to Maccabee Haifa? Because I don't know much about them. Um, we're missing Steve today, who unfortunately couldn't join us, may join us a bit later, I hope. But uh, welcome, everybody. Kamal from sunny Florida. And before I start, I'd just like to give a big shout out to Ed, oh, Mr. Grumpy in Clio, Michigan, USA. He says, come on, you Spurs. And he's an avid Spurs fan and uh, lo- lo- loves the team. So thanks for your Thank support, you. Ed. Maybe we can get Ed on a, on a future vlog, yeah? Maybe we can get Ed on Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, Maccabee Haifa. I mean, not much really to say. They um, The claim to fame, I would say, is in 1999, they reached the quarterfinals of the Cup Winners' Cup, which is pretty good. They've tried for the last seven years to get into the qualifying rounds of the UEFA League, very similar to the last team we played. And obviously, this was going to be their big chance today. They didn't make it. Uh, they've won a few cups, but I mean, nothing of note. The Israeli, um, uh, sort of like their version of the FA Cup. At present, they're top of the Ligat um, uh, in Israel and have won, I think, in the last six games, I think they won four, drawn one, and lost one. And the interesting thing they do have, though, is they have a lot of um, international players. So they have the, Austra- oh, yes. the American goalkeeper. They have an old Australian player with the the, the, the Russian one that scored uh, almost scored the, the scored the penalty, um, and they have a lot of players from around the world. And you may have noticed right at the end a player that Mourinho had signed at Real Madrid, I think Rodriguez, came on to uh, for them in the last few minutes. So they've got quite a, a, a team. I think the other claim to fame was you may all remember a player called Yossi Benayoun. Yep. Yep. Yep, he ended his career, I believe. West Ham as well. Yes, right, yep, yes, he was, yep, absolutely. He ended his career at uh, Maccabi Haifa. At one time, Avram Grant was also their manager, so I suppose that's the only thing. To say, this is the only second time in our history that we've played an Israeli team in a competitive game. The first time... We played another team uh, was in the, I believe, in the Europa Cup and um, Berbatov. Uh, Apple Tel Aviv. Okay, good. Well, thanks, thanks very much for that intro, Kamal. But let's have a quick chat about the match now. I'm going to start with Jamal on this. I want you to talk about what your match and your general feelings about what you saw, etc. I, I'm very, I mean, obviously it was a positive result. We did very well. Um, it was it was lower position, but I mean, you know, you, you beat who's in front of you. We had a harder time in our last qualifier and it, it's just so good to see us scoring freely. Um, 
uh, as far as for Maccabi, they had a lot of good technical players, I would say. You know, obviously, their they're players aren't at the level of our players are, but they're taking some fantastic shots from outside the box, and it, it worked out for them. I mean, I would say that's more down to our closing down of the players, but they, they, they got to do their work, their bit to, to get into the position and take, take an excellent goal, excellent goal they scored for the first one. Um, as far as uh, for our players, we had a very good team out. Um, like a really strong team. I was surprised how strong we, we, we played. Uh, I don't think it was necessary, but it worked out. It's good to have, you know, like I said, positive result. Um, Kane, hat-trick, lovely. Got to see it. He, I don't know. I'm not exactly sure how many European goals he's on now, but it's it's up there. It's getting and it keeps on keeps on adding up. So that's that's a that's a positive. Okay. Well, let me get in before Kamal starts his in-depth analysis. Um, again, great win. You know, echo everything Jamal said. But my def- our defense really does scare me. I mean, they were very good technically. Totally agree. But we. Sh- if they'd have put their chances away, it could have been 7-5, 7-4, etc. You know, it could have been. They had some good chances. Um, Defence-wise, going forward, we looked really good. I thought Steven Bergwijn had a good game. Again, his finishing is not great, but I think his link-up play and his touch was pretty good. Mora had a good game. Obviously, Kane, star striker. At the back, Doherty looked a bit shaky for me. I'm not sure what's going on there. Maybe there's some issues there. Uh, ben Davis looked really good again. You know, obviously he made some mistakes, but that's just a normal game. But overall, I was happy we got through. It was a pretty strong team, and I think we needed a strong team. Any weaker team than that, we could have been struggling, you know. So I'm happy, but my in summary, I'm happy with it, but still got some concerns about the defence. Still don't have that elusive clean sheet that we're... I think I'll dance around naked if we get a clean sheet. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Hopefully not on this channel. Not on this channel, no. yeah. It's a, it's a kids-friendly channel, so I definitely want to do it on it. But those are my thoughts. Kamal, I know you're bursting to say what you think. Come on. I, I, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's incredible, isn't it? We sit here, we beat a team at 7-2. I mean, very rarely do teams score seven goals. Uh, if we'd put away our chances, it could have been 15-2. They'd put their, all their chances away. Let's say it would have, the real score for the game would have been 15-8 or something yeah. stupid like that. Um, and frankly, it's not good enough, is it? I mean, we, we you know, Lofelso was just superb. Uh, he put away two chances, take him straight off, right thing. Should Kane have come on in the second half? I felt very comfortable that he carried on because of the news that we're going to talk about soon about Carlos Vinicius. So I'm glad that he got some more minutes in. However, Sanchez passed the ball to the player, to Abu Fani, right, or to one of their players who passed it to Abu Fani to put in that spectacular shot, passed it to him. It was basically he had, he had no pressure on him. He kicked out the ball, passed it to their player. He passed it to Abufani. Sanchez standing there watching. What have I done? Didn't close anybody down. The guy had all the time in the world. Fantastic finish. No chance for Joe Hart. Mm-hmm. Overall, I thought Joe Hart had a really good game. No, I was just about to say, I thought Joe I was Hart thinking really same well, thing. actually. Yeah. I mean, you know, the horror stories we've heard about Joe Hart never could get in the Burnley team. I mean, you know, I don't think of a player that could from Burnley, apart from maybe someone in their defence, could get in our team. Um, uh, overall, he had, a, he had a good game. He pulled off a couple of very good saves, which very he good. shouldn't have had to pull off. If you think about the fact that um, Maccabi Haifa had more shots on goal than Chelsea had against us, I think they had about seven or eight. I mean, it's it's a joke. Uh, again, good old Ben Davis, good game, good good ball for the first goal, excellent. But again, for some reason, he has this bizarre talent 
of hitting the back of our players in the penalty area. He did that the last game, nearly gave a goal away. They did it again. What is wrong with this guy? One thing I want to say in his defence, he actually made the Los Elsa's first goal. If he had stretched out and got that, Los Elsa could have scored that. So I'll give you I did want to say, I think he's been listening to, to, to I think, you speaking and uh, he, he heard what you said about not providing the assists and he, he got two today. Technically, you know, say, uh, technically it is, that, but he that, likes uh, to smack the ball against his own player in the penalty area to wonder where it would go. You know, it's a ping pong. Let's see if we can give something away. Doherty, I think we really need to talk about Doherty. I know that, um, I mean, two penalties in three games now, both handballs, right? Maybe this one may not have been given through VAR and maybe we wouldn't have got the other one through VAR, but Delhi's was a clear penalty, no doubt about that. Um and, I mean, yeah, you really got to wonder, come on, you, you, you've been around a long time, you're supposed to be a top player, right? You cannot give away cheap penalties. Let, let me, That's in his defence, they're hitting the ball at his hand, his hand's at yeah. his pipe. What do you want him to do? Those penalty, penalty rules. Penalties are ridiculous, behind his back. They're ridiculous penalties, sorry, I'm sorry. Both, I, I, even our penalty should not have stood. That was a, that was I don't think their point. penalty was a penalty. And don't think our penalty was a penalty. It's ridiculous. I think Delhi's penalty was definitely Delhi's a penalty. Delhi's definitely was a penalty. Yes, that was so, some nice penalty. Yeah. So yeah. what do we think so, of... Jamal, what do you think about Delhi Ali's performance? You know, coming on for one half? I think he's... Uh, He's doing really well. He played really well. I think it was encouraging to see. But it's like, has is he got has he got the mentality to play at a game where we're not winning, you yeah. know, by by three goals at a time? And yeah. that, that's where it makes you wonder. It's like, is is he mature enough to actually have Jose's confidence? I don't think he is. And um, it's going to be a tough season for him. That's all I can say. I mean, he, he's not he's good and he does his flicks and tricks, but that's not what 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 Jose wants to see on the field. Come yeah, on, what's happened yeah. to Come on. What's happened to the Delhi Alley that was storming into box, making these assists or in the goal? What's gone I think wrong? The two best things that he did in on, in that game was when he actually left the ball. I did a dummy. That yeah, moved that away. Now he does a lot of that in a Premiership, and it never ever works. However, mm-hmm. against a team like this, he looks pretty good. I wouldn't like to see him do more of that in a Premiership because it never does work. They sussed him out on that one. Is he, is he... I don't know where the Delhi Alley was because I mean. Yeah, he got into the box that time for the penalty, but the shot that he took when he had the chance, right? Normally, you know, it was awful. Um, I think his tracking back was poor for somebody who's only come on for half a yeah. half time. I think he looks uh, out of shape. He looks out of shape. He doesn't look like he's got he looks out of shape, completely out of shape. I also thought, to be perfectly honest with you, the respect we gave them at half time, the first 10, 15 minutes that they had at the half time, what the hell? What the hell's going on? We couldn't get the ball. It was ping pong every time we got it. We were like we were on ice, as Steve would have liked to say, and they just kept coming at us. And that only changed when Hoybier went off and Sissoko came on. Sissoko came on, that was it. A big difference. Yeah, but oh, the, total difference. I think they you got to give Cutman a bit of slack first because a lot of these guys played on Tuesday, you know, Hoybier. Yeah. Right. A lot of these guys. Played on Tuesday. They must be left there. Right? I was very impressed with Bergwijn playing the whole ninety minutes. I thought yeah, he would Bergwijn. come off at one point. And I um, think Bergwijn needed those ninety minutes. I think he needed so. to get his touch back. And I needed. I mean, he had. A, he some grew of his into that game. Shots were awful. Very some bad. of his later shots were a lot better. So it looked like he was getting better in form. I think he needed yeah. it. I, I think thought Mora was incredible. It was so Mora, good. Some of his touches I, were just. I've got a, my note here. Is Mora's exceptional? Dot dot dot. Sometimes, like he just he his his consistency. You can turn it on he when he play, If he could play like that, you know, eighty percent of the time, my God, he would be an incredible player. Well, this is but, my comment about people like Mora, Deli Ali, Bergwijn. What we call there's a saying called flat track bullies. When you get people that are not that great, they look spectacular. Put them against some really good teams, and they just like they can't cope. So 
I hope it's not that case, but I hope, I hope yeah. that's not fair because I've seen Mora play. He played well against Liverpool. Not Mora, I well against about Mora. I'm not thinking about Mora. Mora and Bergwijn and Deli Ali. Mora will. I can't never say anything bad against Mora. Don't worry. <laughs> But I mean, I remember last when 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 uh, Mourinho was at Manchester United and Mora came along and scored that that, that two goals, right? Yeah. Uh, I destroyed Matt. We destroyed them three 0 I mean, that was he was that was incredible. When he starts to score, he's good. And the good thing for us with Mora is he's had two goals in three games. Yes. Let's hope that continues. Mm-hmm. Um, just a couple of shout outs here, which I think we need to say. The Celso got two goals. He only got two goals all of last season, so he's doubled also, his tally for Spurs. Isn't that incredible in one game? It was great. Secondly, yeah. secondly, just this other point is now Harry Kane is now only six goals away from going to two hundred goals for Tottenham. He's third of our all-time uh, goals. Record, definitely. Yes, he's got to right. Yeah, he has to. Okay, so guys, let's. I think we've had a decent discussion about that. I mean, good win. Some issues still to worry about, but we don't really. Tired care. team. A tired we're, team. We're into the group stages. Hopefully we get a good draw in that and then we can progress. So that's great. Can we just say one final word? I mean, you know, as a Spurs fan, we're never satisfied. 7-2, I wanted 10-2. When I got to 10-2, I'd want 15-2. So let's accept the fact that some of us are pretty... I think it was a great, great win. And, uh, you know, keep on going. Keep on going. Okay, excellent. Now, now, we've all known since Fernando Loriente left, we've not had a backup striker for Harry Kane. And now the rumours, very strong rumours in Sky Sports, everywhere else, that we're going to find a striker from Benfica called Carlos Vinicius. I personally don't know much about him. Jamal, Kamal, did you want to say something about him? Tell us a little bit about the guy who's going to be joining our club. So I, I got some some good information on him. Um, Carlos Vinicius, a Brazilian striker, playing for Benfica currently. Hopefully uh, be playing for Tottenham Hotspurs very soon. Um, so he was loaned out um, he was bought by Napoli in 2018, so not too long ago, uh, from a small Portuguese team before he came from Brazil a couple of years before that. Uh, was loaned out then to Monaco in, 20, uh, in January 2019, and then Benfica paid £15.5 million for him um, last summer, 2019. Uh, since that, he's gone on. He's had uh, Last season, he had 49 appearances in all, in all competitions and scored 24 goals with 13 assists. Pretty good numbers. He already has a Champions League goal to his name in five matches, and so you know he's he's got some uh, experience, pedigree. good experience, pedigree, pedigree. pedigree exactly. And um, I'm I'm very looking for, looking very much forward to having him on our team. So how many goals did he get last season, Jamal? You know, last season, twenty four and forty nine appearances, eighteen but in the league, thirteen, 13 assists. Oh, My big worry was this guy is going to be another Joe Linton, but hopefully he's not going to be another Joe Linton. Well, I think the thing is, is that, you know, if we look, we say we haven't signed other strikers since Llorente uh, um, uh, left, Fernando Llorente left, right? That was three, three um, uh, <coughs> transfer windows ago. Three transfer windows, they've had a chance to find somebody and we haven't. A lot of people would argue that Llorente's uh, worth was really his holding up and his heading of the ball. As a goal scorer, I mean, you know, that we had a lot better goal scorers than Llorente in the team. I mean, we were lucky to get two or three goals out of him. To have a player uh, who scored over 20 goals in, 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 a, in a season is in itself got to be impressive. The Portuguese league is not such a bad league. We can always remember Janssen had a great yeah, didn't he? In, in mm-hmm. before he came and scored twenty odd, thirty was thirty goals, right? Couldn't couldn't 
couldn't hit uh, uh, the backside of a cow with a banjo, as they say, when he came to Spurs. Um, so that's one thing. But the fact that this guy plays for Benfica, Benfica, no, they're not no slouches, not a small team. It's a good team. He's Portuguese, technically. Well, he's Brazilian, but he's, he's played in Portugal. Mourinho must like that very, very much. I mean, look what the uh, Brazilian speakers, the Portuguese players have done for Wolves with uh, Nuno Santos. You know, mm-hmm. so what we're seeing is that Mourinho building around him players that he likes, the kind of players that he likes. And, you know, it's got to be exciting because uh, when's the last time Tottenham signed six players and potentially if we get a defender, seven players in um, one transfer window? That in itself, the last time we did that was with Gareth Bale money, I believe. Yep. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So what I also like about all of our signings, uh, not just this, this new potential signing, is that uh, they're, they're, they're older than it's not. I mean, our, our track record is buying players under 24, thinking how they're going to do. We'll see, we'll see how they do two or three years from now, such as Sessing Young. You know, these, this doesn't always work out. And um, it's nice that Levy is giving Jose the, the opportunity to, you know, do what, what he needs to do with the squad. And Good. positive, so, positive all, all, all looking positive for Carlos Vinicius. We'll wait till the, the thing is actually signed. Then we'll be happy about that. Uh, honestly, I mean, we could have bought a, a player from uh, the third division. If he would have been a backup striker, a genuine striker, I would have been happy. So... But it, it's good it, to have a second striker. Take off some of the pressure on Son as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so let's now talk about um, the quarterfinal draw, which is Kamal. Can you tell us the quarterfinal draw? Well, I think it's great that Arsenal have had to knock out Liverpool, and now they're going to host Manchester City. So that's fifty uh, percent of the work done for us. Yes. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Yeah. And um, what we've got is Stoke. Is is it at home or is it away? It's away. We're away. Yeah. Away. And I think that, you know, these are the sort of games that Mourinho thrives on. I mean, Mourinho is a cup winner. He likes to win cups. He knows how to win cups. And this is right up his street. He's getting a, basically getting himself into the quarterfinal. He's not going to miss out on that one. And that gives him a, a way into the semifinal two games away from the first cup. Mm-hmm. So I, I can see him putting a lot of effort into this. Jamal? Yeah, absolutely. As, as my dad said there, I don't, I, we, we're not going to lose that match, I don't think. I hope not, at least. You know, Mourinho is going to go all out uh, two, three more matches and then we're, we're, at a, we're at a cup. I think this is the kind of match that by the time, hopefully, Bale will be back. It's one of like, you know, cold, cold wet night in Stoke. That's a Bale opportunity if there ever was one, you know. No, but the beauty, I think, is here. If we can beat Stoke, which we should do, then the mm-hmm. semi is a two-legged affair and I'd, I'd back Mourinho a two-legged against anybody. Because yeah. he can do a strategy, and then we're in the final. The two-legged affair, yeah. 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 In the final, anything can happen. So a great draw for us, really. Oh, yeah. It really, I, is. I mean, it really is. We're very lucky. Yeah. I think. I think that you know, the Chelsea was a slippery banana in between two. You know, uh, within a, a, a middle game with two other games sandwiched right in between with two days apart, and obviously financially, this game today was more important because this will pay for Carlos. Exactly, exactly. He needed the money to pay for Carlos. So we've got uh, the money to pay for Carlos and we've got an easy game and we're in the quarterfinals of the Carabao. So, so far, so good, I would say. I think, you know, it's not been a bad week. No, not at all. Yeah, really week, I mean, and all of that without Bale. Uh, we've got Bale to come on. I mean, you know, if we needed a player to come, give it, we needed to give him the time to get better. This was the time, right? Absolutely. Um, I'm a bit sad that he won't be playing on uh, against Manchester United on Sunday. 
Uh, but I mean, I'd rather him fully fit, coming full charging ahead with the two week break coming up. Yeah, he's um, fully fit for that one. So, yeah, I mean, I could just have a quick word about Manchester United. I mean, it's time now. Yeah, we gave you them have a quick word about the, the game on Sunday. It's a, it's time now. We gave them a good spanking. We give Absolutely. those Reds a good spanking um, because they. They took a very dodgy point off us that at the was, beginning um, of the, when they came. Poor penalty we gave away. Uh, with that Pogba just falling over without just even hardly being touched. I, I mean, it was an outrage. It was a, it was a crime against humanity, I would call it. So I, wouldn't, um, I wouldn't be surprised to see another one of those crime against humanity VAR calls against Man United. I mean, we are. Sunday. I mean, let's face it. We're, we, we'll be playing 12 men at Old Trafford. We'll be playing the 11 on the pitch and the VAR, uh, Alex Ferguson sitting in the VAR box. So we've got to be very careful there. Uh, but I think he puts out a very strong team. We get ourselves up there. Um, will end Dombele play? I don't know, but maybe he should have had a run out this in the second half today. I think, I think he started. needed a break. Yeah, he's, he's played so much yeah, football. These guys played on Tuesdays, Tuesday, Thursday. Yeah. And, and it wasn't just that game. It was the week before we played yeah. on a Thursday. Played on a, played on a Sunday I mean, Newcastle. Um, I don't, will Vinicius be ready for it? I don't know. But no, no. what I do know is that they are weak at the back. They can be punished. That is a team that deserves a good spanking. Um, I think they were so, again, lucky against Brian. They did not deserve to win that. Uh, Again, you know, Alex Ferguson in the VAR box did it again for them. We've got to be careful of that. You say they're not good at the back. Well, neither are we. So this is everything out, yeah? If if we could just shore up defence and have regular clean sheets, I honestly think we could challenge for the title. One of these days, they, uh, I mean, absolutely. Against Newcastle, we were excellent at the back against Newcastle. I mean, you know, Dyer had a man of the match game against Chelsea, which, which, which was quite incredible. And I'm glad he didn't play today. So if he can keep that level up, because he seems to be creeping up very slowly, getting there, getting there, getting there. If he get back to the old Dyer, which Mourinho clearly has seen something there, then uh, I I think the worry for me against them. Manchester United is he will be tempted not to play Toby and Paul first. I know that's what my question was going to be. And you know, then then you know, let's face it, he's going to give away at least three three mistakes. Well, Toby's not going to play because he played. And it's a shame. No way he's going to play Sunday. So he's done so well. Who's the centre back here? Going to be Jamal. It's it's like like what I was saying. It's most likely going to be Sanchez um, uh, Dyer. I don't see it being anything else. I would love to have Toby. I think Toby's done fantastically well these last two matches, and uh, it's just been great to have him there. You feel so comfortable when he's on the ball. Okay, guys, let's wrap it up. That's a wrap. Let's give your predictions for Sunday, please. So I'm going to go and say 2-1 Tottenham. Come on. I would love to say 7-2 Tottenham, just uh, just in there for today. But I, I, I would, I mean, we always give two, we always let in two goals. So let's say Manchester United 2. I'm hoping it's going to be Tottenham 3. Jamal? So I was leaning towards the 2-1-2, but I, I could see a Mourinho masterclass, you know, 1-0. Good three points. Take it on. Okay. Jamal, did you want to say anything to the viewers before we leave? Yeah, absolutely. Please, uh, you guys continue continue watching. Thank you for, for the views um, out there. Please comment, like, and subscribe. Um, you know, every comment does help. Every every like and subscribe is uh, keeps us going. Thank you very yes. much. And thank you, Jamal. One thing I'd like to say to the viewers, tell us what you want us to talk about, what you're interested in. Just put it in the comment section and we'll, we'll do it. And we're trying to get guests on as well. And we're really here for you so that you can see what we're talking about. And please join in the conversation and be part of the conversation. And Steve, we'll be back in the next for the next uh, talk. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Thank Goodbye you. Now. I know. Bye. Bye.
You've been listening to the Spurs 9501 podcast. Stay in touch, continue the debate, and let us know what you want to discuss by finding us on YouTube. Tune in after the next match day for more insight. Thanks for listening.